We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is off today. Crime remains a central focus in the city of Oakland. A recent string of robberies, assaults, and burglaries has left many worried about the safety of neighborhoods around the city. But the solution to rising crime is not as clear. A stretched and understaffed Oakland Police Department, as well as a debate over the role of police, is driving the conversation. For a closer look, KCBS reporter Mike DeWald spoke on the KCBS Ring Central News line with former Oakland Police Chief LaRon Armstrong. What do you make of the crime situation in Oakland right now is this without precedent yeah i mean i really you know it will say that we've seen spikes in crime in oakland over the years i think what makes this a bit more challenging is that we're just not seeing those crimes addressed in a way that's you know having an effect um we you know continue to see the brazenness of the crime and i think that's what is new the level of brazen crime that we're seeing uh you know the attacks on businesses we haven't really seen this degree ever. Uh, and so for somebody like myself who was with the police department for nearly 25 years, really haven't seen the attacks on the business community uh, to this level in my career. And so that's really challenging. Uh, and it's also challenging to have a deficit in resources within the police department uh, to address these issues. And so I do think that it makes it really difficult. Uh, obviously, you know, when you have a crime spike like this, it's not actually having a plan to address the specific issues. And then, you know, obviously, you know, not having the funding and support that you need in order to be able to address this it makes it difficult for law enforcement. You mentioned the brazen nature of these crimes. Are you surprised that in many cases they're happening out in the open? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's surprising, uh, but, but not surprising when you see you know, sort of the direction we've been going for a couple years. Um, you know, y- you have to have accountability. And even when I was chief, I would oftentimes talk about the importance of accountability, the importance of holding uh, people accountable for the crimes that they commit and, and having a commitment to-, to us all saying that we want to live in a safe community and some behavior has to be considered unacceptable. And I think there's been a level of acceptance of crime in the city for, for a couple years. And I think we're beginning to see, you know, the impact of that. And we're seeing crime go into neighborhoods who was considered uh, traditionally safe. Uh, So when you thought about the Montclair or you thought about, you know, the Oakland Hills area, those areas oftentimes were considered areas that was crime free to a degree. 
And now to see those areas impacted by crime to this degree is something that I think we haven't seen before. We've heard stories of rolling gun battles in neighborhoods, of course, a stray bullet killing a mother of two in her sleep. How stretched is the department in responding to incidents like these? I mean, obviously that, you know, is makes entire communities unsafe when you have bullets flying through communities with a rolling gun battle. We, you know, I, I think this is something that I tried to address when I was, you know, chief, the, the need to focus in or removing guns from our community, the need for us to have a strong partnership with the district attorney's office for charging individuals that engage in this type of violence. Uh, and it's just, you know, unfortunately right now, it's just difficult in multiple areas for law enforcement to be able to address this. This is unconventional for the Oakland Police Department to have to deploy resources into the Hills area to protect businesses or to try to prevent crimes from happening in those areas because those areas you know, typically we're safe. And so you could focus your resources in the sort of flatlands that where the vast majority of crime is occurring. But that stretches the Oakland Police Department pretty thin to now have to not only address crime in the flatland area in our business districts, but also needing to redeploy resources into the hill area to try to address crime and prevent crime. So that definitely is a resource issue. How reactive is crime to the politics of Oakland, whether that be what's happening in the search for a permanent police chief or within the DA's office or with the city council? Well, no, I I think that people oftentimes underestimate those who are engaged in criminal activities, you know, attention to what's happening politically. I think when they know that there's instability in the police department, that city can become a primary target for crime. When they know that you know, the district attorney um, in the charging of crimes are not as stiff as other cities or counties, you know, that could make that city uh, a, a city that these, you know, those that are involved in crime want to focus on. Uh, and so I think, you know, those are, are issues that affect Oakland. I think whether true or not, it is, you know, one's assumption that, uh, we, you know, that their lack on crime, lack on, you know, accountability in Oakland. Um, is a place, you know, that people would see as a place that they want to target. And that's unfortunate. You you, you know, I oftentimes say, even when I was chief, I would say that it doesn't mean you have to arrest everybody to say you're going to be tough on crime. It just means that you have to arrest those that are engaged in crime and continuing to drive crime in your community. And that is the small percentage of people. But if you don't, you know, arrest those people, if you don't hold those people accountable when they are arrested, uh, they can have an impact on others who are in that middle, in that middle road of do I want to commit crime or not? If 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 those that you know are driving crime are not being arrested, not being held accountable, it definitely can have an impact on those who, you know, may be in the in the middle of deciding whether they want to engage in that type of activity because they may feel like we won't be caught and held accountable. What was your reaction to the city of Oakland missing out on grant money for OPD because of a missed deadline? Yeah, that's truly unfortunate. I mean, those resources could have gone directly to that department to support their efforts to address crimes around businesses, to deploy more officers on the streets on overtime, to be able to help uh, purchase video cameras and license plate readers to support the crime fighting efforts. And so it's a tremendous loss uh, for the city of Oakland and the police department uh, and the city who stretched with, you know, with a budget deficit. And so you know, I, you don't know, obviously, what went on behind the scenes that led to 
uh, this failure, but I think it's definitely something that you want to make sure you find out what happened so that it doesn't happen again. Those were critical dollars at a critical moment uh, in the city of Oakland that could definitely went to help fight crime. And so it's really unfortunate. It is not only unfortunate for the Oakland Police Department, but it's unfortunate for the entire city of Oakland because those funds was desperately needed. As it relates to your own future, you've said you feel vindicated by a recent report that you believe clears your name in the saga that led to your ouster. What comes next? Do you feel like you should be considered to return? Well, I feel like I respect the judge's, you know, report, uh, her recommendation, which was that, you know, the city and, and I and my team sit down and have a conversation to figure out how we can resolve this issue and for reinstatement to be a part of that conversation. Um, I think, you know, for me, I, I think I, I've been open to, to whatever, you know, you know, makes sense for the city and for myself. Um, obviously, as somebody born and raised in Oakland, I care about what's happening in our city. And I feel like if there's anything that I can offer to be able to help address crime, I think it's something that I can't take off the table. Uh, I live in this city because obviously, and obviously I want it to be safe. So if I, you know, can be a help to to, to help make this sa- city safer, that's always been my commitment. But I understand that I don't make that decision. I understand uh, that the mayor and the police commission make those decisions. And so everything for me is open and on the table. I feel like I did the job well. I did it effectively. And so with this report and this vindication, I feel like there's no reason why I shouldn't be in the conversation. Uh, And so we'll see what happens. That is our guest, former Oakland Police Chief LaRon Armstrong with our very own Mike DeWald. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 